All right, what's up? What's up, everybody? Um, back again today. Truly, truly excited. We got a special guest with us. Uh, this is Fouad Farouk. Um, just a little background about Fouad. Fouad came to the U.S. at the age of 15, not knowing how to speak any English at all. Fast forward to today. Um, he's now the owner of one of the most successful barbershops, not only in Lexington, but in the entire state of Kentucky. He's a successful real estate investor and truly one of the best people that I think I can speak for Bob and myself when I say a dear friend and one of the best people that we both know. So I appreciate that. what's up, everybody? This is Fouad. What's going on? This is Fouad. Well, we had so our plan today was to talk about one of our principles, which is commitment. Commitment. This guy shows up. We're like, man, we got to bring you in on this conversation. Man, you're getting thrown in. Yeah, because going there, you know, weekly bi-weekly to get my hair cut. I mean, the conversation about commitment comes up all the time. Mm. We, I mean, it's a big part of what we talk about when I'm getting my hair cut. So um, the reason why we're going to talk about commitment is because, I mean, the, the thought of it came, I was sick for the past week. I mean, you know, sinus infection, not like sick, sick, but struggling on the struggle bus. And... Um, showed up. You showed up. I didn't get the stuff done that I wanted to get done, but I showed up. And um, I asked someone this morning, I said, have you ever been in the office when I don't show up unannounced? Have you? Repeat the question. Have you ever been in the office when I didn't show up and I didn't tell you ahead of time? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> What's the conversation around it? What happens? What do people say? If I don't show up and I don't tell anyone. It doesn't happen, so I don't know what people are going to say. Exactly. It has happened a couple times, and I get questions if I'm dead or if I, something's wrong. Right. So how many people do you know that people think the same way about? How many people do you know when they don't show up there's a conversation about, is the person dead? Mm. How or, do they make excuse, or is it a common thing? Yeah. Or is it something that's How common? How many people like? do you work with that if they don't come to work, everybody that works with them says, is the person dead? Not, Did well, does anybody talk to them? Is that, are they dead? So, my level of commitment, <clears throat> that's where I'm at. So, I'm not saying, I guess the thought came from there, but then I was like, commitment to what I needed to get done. That piece of it was a struggle. But showing up, I'm committed to showing up. Whether or not, I, whether or not I'm performing at my peak performance or not, I don't think I've ever hit peak performance, but I mean, we're not, what, the first thing, the, the, the very first thing is just showing up. The commitment to show up and to be there, to not be missing. I like that, I like that a lot. Like Fouad, Right, so you got a lot going on, right? You got married. We got, married. We got married like back to back weeks, actually, yeah, yeah. right? So you got a lot going on. You got married. Um, you got the barbershop, all multiple properties. Uh, you had other businesses in the at the same time. Like, speak about commitment. I don't really know the best way to go with it, but what do you feel about? Uh, how do you feel like you put commitment as whether you've identified it or not? How have you committed, and that affected where you're at? You have to be all in. Or not at all. You mm. have to be passionate about what you do. 
and you're doing it for a purpose. You're going to find your purpose and know your why, like Bob was saying earlier. Mm. you got to know your why. If you know your why, um, you just go with the flow, and it will just flow by itself. Um, you can't, like, stage it. You know what I mean? You can't, mm. like, practice that. You just have to go with the flow, and that's how you are committed. I can't make you do something if you don't really want to do it. Yeah. Uh, for me, what drove me in here today is I remember one time I called DJ. Uh, from the conversation that I have with you, with him, I was always interested in coming to see like your all morning meet. Uh, I know that is very important. I called DJ one time, like around like eight thirty, and I thought like I was early. It was early for my schedule because I opened at nine o'clock at the barbershop. and I was like, "Yeah, I have thirty minutes to spare. Do you mind if I stop by to see you?" And he was like, "Bro, I'm sorry, like I won't let you in because we ha we are committed in here." coming in at 8 o'clock. If you come in anytime after 8 o'clock, like, you can't even come in. And 15. Yeah, 8.20, 8.30. 8.30 is when our meeting starts. Meeting but after 8.30, you can't. But after that, like, that stuck with me. I was like, I respect that, you know? Yeah. I didn't take it personal. I was like, but one day I'm going to come in, but I didn't tell him that. Yeah. So this morning, I woke up early. I've been up since 5.40. I prayed. Um, I went for a walk, and I was ready to go, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to I'm gonna go to the office see what they're about. So, um, that really stuck with me since that time, and it's been a little while, but I've been meaning like to come in here like for a very long time to see like what do you all do every morning? Because yeah. I know like everybody's committed, everybody shows up, everybody goes through the script. So I was always interested in coming to see that. So you so this morning, right? So you called me like it was seven fifty, seven fifty one. Yeah. And you called me and you said, "Can you come in this morning?" I was in route. Right. You already in route. route. You already in route. But you got to actually see it. And what is that? You know, in our industry and in your industry, right? I could compare a lot of things to pro sports, and we know that a lot of pro sport pro athletes, when they're committed, you can tell, and when they're not committed, you can also tell. Absolutely, right? You can you can tell in our industry, like like as a basketball player, you know what the commitment is, right? Go hoop, golf play, golfer, go swing, go hit golf balls. As a barber, as a realtor, like people, you know, sometimes, what does that look like? Practicing your craft you and being have, committed to your craft and you being have, the best You day. have to stay up to date with the time moving and everything changing. Uh, you have to stay sharpen, sharpen your tools and your skills as well. Uh, knowing how the culture is changing around you, how the market is changing around you, how what people are looking for, what new styles they are looking for, things like that in my field. Same thing for you all as, as a real estate agent. You got to know how the market is changing, what people are more interested in, what areas, you know, what, um, you know, things like that. And that's how you stay up to date and how you stay up, to, you know, committed into, um, into your market. And so you're you committed do. to learning. Of course. Yeah. Of course. You have to, uh, uh, to keep going, you have to stay up to date. And like, Bob, I mean, you're like, when we talk about commitment, like the principles, it was really cool going through the process and identifying them, right? And like commitment is a big one for you because it's either 100 or zero, yeah. right? You don't have like an in-between, like it's 100 or zero. Right. And with that, with that being a principle, would you talk about the difference between a goal and a commitment? It's funny you ask that question. Because I mean, we, before we understood the difference between the two, we had this conversation. I mean, I think that I, I've thought this for a long time that I think that goals are bullshit. Like, I think that they're like, I think like it's it is a way I do think like having 
something to focus on is good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But to 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 frame it as a goal, it's just like bullshit. Like people like, kind of water down what a goal down. is. A goal what, has been watered down. And you fail to hit your goal so many times in your life that it becomes okay not yeah. to hit a goal. Yeah. Like oh, set your goals gigantic, and if you get halfway there, it's okay. Like. That to me is like, <laughs> it makes me like, uh, it's like, what are you committed to? What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you not going to do? You're going to do it, do it. Like, I can't think of one thing in my life that I've wanted that I haven't gotten. I go after it and I get it. Mm. Like, I might be in the process of getting some of the things still or making some of the things happen, but I'm not going to stop until it happens. It's not a goal. It's a commitment. And it's like those little, it's like those little commitments yeah. stacked up over time that add up to what many think, what many see as their goal. It's just a lot of small commitments stacked like on top up. of each other, showing up like every showing single up. day consistently. Like over separating time. that time from eight thirty to nine and saying, "And the call I got, I still haven't called the guy back." But that's call I've been trying to get on the phone with this guy for a month. Yeah. But you're committed to that eight thirty to nine. I'm committed to that, and I have been for the past seven years. Yeah. There hasn't been a, the, the, people haven't been able to deviate from that. It's changed. The content has changed a little bit. Yeah. The people have changed. But the commitment to being there has not changed. Has not changed at all. And we built a team off the back of that, right? Now, it's not about getting people to show up. People show up. Uh, they're up. They show up. They bring, bring chicken biscuits. And you yeah. They the show standard. up and bring chicken biscuits. Be there. That's, that's you the standard. Mean, you mentioned a standard, okay? So I'm, we're in the shop, right? We're in the shop. And to tell people, it's not just a haircut. It's an experience. It's the whole process. We always laugh about it and be in the vibe, right? You've committed to growing a big business with your barbershop as well, but you also have, you, you're committed to your principles. And you've had people, you could, if you wanted to, you could fill the shop up with as many barbers as you want. For sure. Like, just talk about what your commitment is to your principles and your foundation and not deviating from that. Because everybody in the, sh every, everyone in the shop knows. Every barber, every person that comes in the shop can fill it. So what, talk about your commitment to staying inside of your lane and not getting outside of that just to grow. You have to be, um, you have to set a standard and to meet the expectations. Um, you come into the barbershop, schedule an appointment, you come in there with expectations already, even though it's your first time. Why? It's because you looked at my pictures, you looked at my portfolio, you see what it's like, see what's going on. Um, you went through all that to see before you even came in. Mm -hmm. That's the time that we're in. So you have to stick to that. Showing up first one in, last one out. If I tell that to every single barber that comes into the barbershop, like, hey, I, my expectations from you is you have to be the first one in, last one out, okay? Everybody's going to show up on time or ahead of time to the point where it becomes like more competition between one another. Mm -hmm. So you got to create that. So you got to stick to that. Um, another thing, you got to be as efficient as possible on the appointment time, you know, on, on your appointments. Um, you have to... Do you have people that... Do you have barbers that get behind? Like, I mean, I know people get All the behind, time. But, I mean, you have some that, like, it's by their own doing. Like, you see it. Like, yes. They show up an hour late. They miss their their first two appointments are already sitting there when they get there. Yes. And they're that, stacked that, up that, before they even yes, start. Yes, that, that happens mostly with younger and new up-and-coming barbers. That goes back on me that I have to coach them. 
to break mm. these habits. But I have to tell them like, hey, if you tell people like, if you're gonna be running late, you need to communicate with people, you need to communicate with us, let us know. So when DJ comes and asks for you, I don't want to look like a dummy to him. Like, I don't know where Bob is. <laughs> no, I need to tell you like, hey, he's running behind or he went to the doctor's office or he got some personal stuff he's taking care of. He'd be here at this time. Yeah. He'd be here on this day. He'd be yeah. off from this day to this day. I imagine that scheduling app has helped a lot with that. So, of course, yeah, yeah. It narrows because they it down, have to make but your still, availability. Yes. You make but, your availability and then... Exactly, but there's also stuff that comes up that it puts you in these positions to yeah. where like, it's still like you're running late, or and that's okay. But that goes back to communication mm -hmm. and communicating with the people. You know, like it happened with Bob. I was, I know Bob is a very busy guy. Okay, I know he got a lot going on in the office. I know he got a lot going on outside the office. If I'm running early, I'll text Bob like, "Hey, I'm running early. You get the opportunity to come in early if you want to." Bob, ninety-nine point nine percent. He's there early. He's early yeah. because he want to get it in and out. Yeah. So one thing off his schedule. And sometimes, hey, I'm tied up. I will show up on my time. Cool. Yeah. There's only select few times that Bob showed up late. Yeah. And he let me know ahead of time. And being late is like three minutes maximum for Bob. Yeah. That's late for Bob. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's always on time. That's a big thing, right? Because we, it's funny. We talk about it often, the similarities between the barber industry and the real estate industry. Yes. Right? Both are looked at as backup options. For sure. Not many people wake up and wake up or grow up like I want to be a barber. Not many people grow up saying I my want to be a barber. My dad didn't talk to me for six months. <laughs> I to go barber school. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like same with the real estate industry. Not many people, you know, watching HGTV has kind of changed it a little bit now. But not many people grow up saying I want to be a real estate agent, right? So the sim some there's some similarities between the two businesses. Just what any what advice other than you know communication is a big thing for like somebody who's there's a thin line so doing this you get to be you and you get to do you and with that being said a lot of people don't succeed because they mix their lifestyle with the business and there's a very thin line in between and especially like I was here not too long ago and I got to see you being in here and then Phone is ringing. Somebody's talking to you. Then somebody comes in. This and then I told you, I was like, hey, I won't be able to do this. It's too much because I get to get carried away. If I go to lunch with somebody, I might ruin the whole day, my whole schedule. So you have to know how, when to stop, when to move, how to move, and not mix your lifestyle and your personal stuff with the business. Because at the end of the day, this is a business. It's not your problem to know my problems. Right. So um, that's what I would say. Uh, just find that separation, that thin line in between the two and don't mix them both together because the moment that you mix them both together, that's when you become unprofessional. Mm -hmm. My dad, it reminds me of something my dad said when I was in my teens. He said, if you smoke weed every time you go fishing, then you're going to have to have weed to, to fish. I don't know why it made me think of that. But I mean, it's like the mixing of, it's the mixing of, business and pleasure like you can't yeah. mix the two and that's i think that that's what he was getting at uh, it just stuck in my head for because sure it because about weed but because I mean. because in 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 the business in in the real estate business and in the barbershop business you coming in and you showing the shit and you just talking but your talking has a purpose behind it you gotta make sure that you're committed and you are knowing exactly like what the you need to be in control of the conversation 
which direction you want to take it to serve your needs. We talk about serve that. Anyone, needs can, others. anyone can be a barber. Yes. Not everyone can run a business. Absolutely. Anyone can sell a few houses. Anyone can get their real estate license and sell a few houses. Not everyone can have a sustainable business. Like, Bob, you've been doing it for a real, real long time at a really, really high level, a man. A real, real long time. I real, mean, real long time at a real, real high level. What, like, what are some, just talk about something you see in, you know, a perfect, like somebody who you would say, like, that person is a pro versus the the AFAs, you know, an average, an average frustrated agent. A pro versus an average frustrated agent. I would think what he just said is a big deal, like separating business from pleasure. Like, it took me five or six years before I was able to separate my personal finances from my business finances. So it took me like four, it took me four or five years before I was able to separate my personal finances from my business finances. What I mean by that is like, it's like robbing from Peter to pay Paul, right? Like, money's coming in, money's going out, and I'm, and the money that I was, my personal money's coming out of the business account, and my business account's taking money from my personal account, and took me a long time to get that point. It's the same as like business and pleasure. Like it's like the same thing as, uh, you know, there's people that uh, mix it all the time. They mix it up and they think that, um, I think with agents especially, uh, it's like those pictures of people sitting at the pool and they got their camera and they take a picture of their computer screen that shows the MLS and there's a palm tree in the background. This is my office for today. Like that's cool. <laughs> Like, that's not cool. Those, those, that's not cool. Like, that's not cool. Oh, you want everybody to know why you're working on, you're working on vacation. That's awesome. That's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. That's, that's not sustainable. Like, uh, you know, and some people are blessed with knowing, you know, having a huge network of people. But even if, if you're not intentional about working that network of people and you're mixing business with pleasure, the business is not sustainable. So, the separation. So, uh, bringing it back to the commitment thing. So, my answer to your question is, is being committed to keeping your business and your, and your personal life separated. That's the difference between a frustrated agent and an agent that's going to yeah. grow a business. Probably, that makes me think about systems. Yeah. Being committed to systems and finding the right system and committed, being committed to getting better every single day and staying open-minded because you can be... Right, you can, especially as hot as the real estate market is, there's just a lot of things going on in the world over the past few years. There's just a lot of things going on, and anyone can kind of, uh, what, what do they say, a blind squirrel can find a nut, right? Anyone can kind of find something and, and be good at it for a year, a year, hey, look, two I mean, years. Shit, you grew up here, and you or you grew up in the area that you're doing business, and you got a big family. I mean, you're going to pull four or five deals. You, and you can have a great year or two years. What's the difference between... I hope this doesn't like go crazy and I get a bunch of backlash from it. But what's the difference between Jeremy Lin and uh, let's not even say LeBron James, DeMar DeRozan, Jeremy Lin and DeMar DeRozan. Jeremy Lin had one, two good seasons. DeMar DeRozan has had 10 to 20 good seasons. DeMar DeRozan has his systems in place. Somebody that can, it, a lot of people can do things for one. He treats it like years. a business. He treats it like a business. The more and, business. He's a professional. Well, and, yeah, not to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. But the other thing is like, and I don't know who those people are. That's funny, right? Right. 
It's perfect. Well, it's because I'm not committed to, to learning statistics about sports. But I'm it's sorry. Perfect. It's but perfect, hold, too. hold on, hold on. The, the difference is, is some people have magic. Some people have magic. And some people... Some people have systems, and some people follow a routine to get what they want. Some people have magic. Magic's temporary. Mm -hmm. Like, the magic's temporary, but the systems and the process that you take to get better and better. The magic is based off of how you feel. Yeah. Right? Because I can have magic right now. I can have magic later, at, later in the day, or at any given moment. When you're you not can feeling well? When you're just not feeling it. You don't have the so, magics, but a system can carry you through even when you don't have the magic. So uh, I always tell anybody that's like starting in the barbering field, never be emotional. Mm. Because emotions and feelings are temporary. You can feel like really excited right now and you're pushing, pushing, pushing. But that according like to your feeling, how you're feeling, and you only last in like for a month, two months, a year, two years. Then after that, once that feeling is gone, it's like, what happens? So you definitely have to run by a system and make it into a routine to where that is the new standard to move so, for, so you can move efficiently. The more system you have, the more structure you have, the more well, efficient you are. It's about feelings, it's about numbers. Exactly. It's about numbers. Exactly. It's not about exactly. feelings and it's not about emotions because the emotions and feelings take it to the me. Yeah. In the eye. Yeah. And me and I yeah. have nothing to do with business. Exactly. And the other person on the other, and it's not about me and I. When you make it about the other person, it's got to be about the other person. It's got to be a system because if I'm just not feeling it today and I allow a, a, someone to list their house with an AFA, an average frustrated agent that's just doing it for a paycheck, and it costs this person 18% less, which be a lot of money or a lot of money. It could cost them a lot of money. I did a disservice to the entire industry by allowing by by allowing the way that I feel just on this in this moment to affect that person. Need a system to carry through. It's a must. Sure. And systems help with the commitment too. Like I mean, so yeah, they help you keep it going. I feel good about it, man. Man, keep committed. Commitment is everything. It is everything. Commitment sure. is everything. It's everything. As an entrepreneur, you definitely have to be committed. If you're not, you're out. So you said the commitment comes from a why, right? Definitely, you have to know your why. What's your purpose? I think that caused me. Um, that held me up for a little bit. The why thing. It held me up for years. Because I thought this why was like magical. Like I thought it was like. Oh, this moment of like, ooh, I've got a why now. Or like, I've got to discover this why. But when I already had a why, right? Like I hadn't, I was unable to articulate my why. But I de I've definitely had a why, right? But people, I think people have a why. Does everybody have a why? In my eyes, everybody should have a why. Right. But it should why have some people, because why, why and purpose goes together, mm -hmm. like they finish one another. But what makes someone's why like more of a motivator than someone else's why? Because they're committed and they already know what's their purpose, what they're in it for, what they're serving. That's why. I feel good about that answer. Because if you just know the why and you don't know the purpose, 
Because or or the way to get there. Exactly. Or the process to get there. Like you can have a why, and that's like a goal, right? Like a why is like a goal. But if you if if we said, okay, we're gonna go from 300 transactions to 1,500 next year. And that's our why. Our why, because we, we've already figured out how great it's going to be for those 1,500 people, right, to not have to work with the AFA, right? And we already know all the agents that we're working with on our team are all going to make a ton of money. That's our why. But how do we get there, maybe, is the struggle for people, maybe? like the, It's like, you can have... Like this, I want to do this and this and this, but if you don't have a plan on how to get yeah. there, yeah, and you don't know what you're committed to, like you, you, you could commit to the why without having a roadmap. I do think that everyone has a why. Everyone has something, whether mm -hmm. you sure. whatever you attach to it, whether it's your kids, your spouse, the chip on your shoulder that you carry for a long time. Everybody has that why, and there's just a lot of other factors that goes into getting there because I firmly believe that if everyone had a clear road like if you if they had a clear GPS a lot more people would go get what it is that they want and, 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 and their why would help propel them to get there but you could have a massive why for example if you put yourself in the wrong room every single day that's going to impact how you move towards your why for sure if you can have a big why, and if you put yourself in a bad environment every single day, it's going to pull you. It could deviate you. It it's could, one of the pieces to the system. It's one of the pieces to the, to the game. commitment. It's one of the pieces to the commitment. Yes. It's who you put yourself around. Mm -hmm. It makes a big difference. Being committed sure. to doing whatever it, being committed to doing whatever it takes. You have a big enough why. If you have a big enough why, you and you commit you commit to doing whatever it takes to get there. I don't know, even know, like, a, like there's no philosophical way of saying it. It makes it a lot bit, easier to make decisions on what's going to happen if you understand the why, right? I know if my you commit why. to the why, you don't really need to have the roadmap. It's, it's like the why is what helps you make the decisions on what you're committed to. And then there's rules to the, and then there's just rules. You, you know your why, and there's just rules to the game. Like, your environment is a rule to the game. You're not going to get to the top of the top and achieve everything that you want to achieve if you're hanging out with bozos that are pulling you in the opposite direction. Like, it's just like a rule of the... It seems like a rule Hang of the game. Hang out with eagles, not turkeys. Hang out with eagles, not turkeys. Sure. <laughs> I think that was somebody said that. <laughs> sounds if good. not, sounds write it really down. Good. <laughs> uh, what, what, that goes... I got it. Note that. That goes in the book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if it's good. <laughs> we can fix that one. All right, well, this conversation's been great. Man. Fire. Foy, I appreciate you for your time. Thank you for having me. Bob, always thank Hope you for your time. Hope it provides value to somebody. I know that I got something out of it. And if we don't do this. I mean, it's not for me. Hopefully, uh, you found some value in this. If you did, make sure you subscribe. Shoot us a message. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. If you'd like to see him How can they on find here you? again. How can they find yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Cuts on Line Barbershop or my IG is 859officialbarber. 859 official barber. 859. His Instagram is popping too. It's good stuff. It is a lot of good stuff on yeah, there. As always, guys, we appreciate you watching again. As Bob said, as I know for where it feels, hope that you found some value in this and you can just pull something out of it that helps you get closer to wherever it is you want to be. If you did, be sure to put in the comments or shoot us a message and uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Peace.